Hello and welcome to today's episode of Simple Marketing Solutions, where I welcome Sabrina Lindner, who is a life and leader coach, mentor, podcaster, and writer who is about to publish her first book. Today, Sabrina is here to talk to us about why understanding and identifying your values and vision will allow you to create business success that comes naturally and easily. So stay tuned for today's episode as we uncover everything from creativity, values, vision, and how to go out there and make things simple in your business that you are going to love. Welcome, Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Simple Marketing Solutions podcast. It's great to have you here. Firstly, I would love for the audience to get to know you a little bit more. So would you like to share a bit about who you are and what your business is all about? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. So I'm Sabrina Lindner. My business is mainly centered around life coaching, but I also do podcasting and I'm a writer as well. I'm currently in the process of publishing my first book, which is like very super exciting. (laughs) Very exciting. We need to hear a bit about that too. (laughs) Absolutely. We can talk about that But so I would say um, most of my business activities are really centered around people and around creativity, because that's what all these activities ultimately involve, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. The creativity is such an important aspect of what we do. And even bringing your business vision to reality is all about that creative energy and um, getting into that headspace. Absolutely. Uh, I I think that's one of the key success factors, as you rightly say. Yeah. Do you find that with creativity, I I know often, you know, people, business owners even will say to me, I don't think I'm creative. What would you say to those people or how do you get them to realize that they do have innate creativity? Mm, I think it's a matter of definition, really, because often people say creativity and what they really think about is arts, let's Mm. say a drawing or some writing or some other form of art, and they mix that up. But what creativity really is all about is finding answers or solutions to to things, you know, to certain maybe problem statements or to certain questions that you have. And every human being has that ability. So as a business owner, the creative part, if you are not, um, you know, someone who does arts, is actually finding the answers you need to your questions and finding solutions to, let's say, any barriers that you encounter in growing your business and starting your business and shaping it exactly how you want it to be. Mm, That makes sense. Um, And... I think that it's great that you gave that definition of creativity because when somebody hears that, when I heard that, I know that, you know, for me, drawing or the arts isn't Mm -hmm. my forte. I'm not fantastic at it. I like to dabble in it, but I'm not great at it. But when you're talking about creativity coming from the point of 
looking at what your clients or your audience are needing in terms of the problems that they've got and then coming up with a solution for that. Yes, I can see the creative process that would go into that. Do you find, you know, in your journey, you've got such a varied journey with creativity in terms of being in the arts and then being a coach and everything in between and now a writer, soon to be published Mm -hmm. writer. (laughs) For you, what draws you to, what drew you to follow all of those passions? Mm, That's a good question. I like that. I think ultimate value in my life, and I didn't know that in the beginning of my journey, is freedom. So I've Mm. always looked for this freedom to express myself, for the freedom to shape my life and my activities in life, including my work, exactly the way I feel comfortable with it. And um, that has taken me to so many different places because when I started seeking freedom, it meant that I was going for all the stuff that was of interest to me. And that was acting, that was dancing, that was drawing and writing from since I was a child. But that was also, you know, understanding business and growing into a manager. At some point in time, I was a sales manager for quite a while. And um, also then the coaching aspect was part of it. So me following my values and being true to my values, uh, which where freedom comes on on the top of all of them, just meant that I was free to try out anything and figure out, okay, what is it at the moment that is my biggest passion that I really want to pursue and then go for that? Mm, That's such an interesting point about values, because I think that we don't put enough emphasis on First of all, understanding what our values are and, you know, really then taking that step to see how your values can play out in not only your personal life, but the the career path that you choose and the business path that you choose as well. From a values perspective, then I thought I'd ask you, how do you, if somebody is listening to this and they have no idea where to start with figuring out what their values are. Um, They may have an idea, but would there be any advice that you could share with people to help them to understand what their values are and identify what those values are? I mean, there are very many different ways of figuring out what really matters to us, right? And values means we figure out what is important to us in life. Mm -hmm. And they have different aspects also to uncovering that. Of course, part of the journey is discovering yourself, so growing your self-awareness to a level where you can actually put words and define something that you feel. So a value is very closely linked to how we feel about something. And the more we go on a journey of self-discovery, be it by hiring a coach, be it by talking to a friend who is very good at listening and asking us challenging questions, or by meditating, or by just sitting by the sea or in the forest or walking in the park and, you know, just Mm. thinking deeply about, okay, how do I feel about certain things deep down? Not Mm -hmm. how, how do I think I should be feeling, 
but the true emotions that are often covered deep down inside of us. That's the beginning. Once we remove those emotions and uncover what is deep down inside of us, that's when we get very close to our true values. Okay. Yes. So really spending some time with ourselves first and finding people that we can use as a resource to start having those deeper conversations with as well and challenging questions. I know some of us steer far away from those, but yes, I see the importance of people being able to ask us those direct questions for us to start getting those thoughts actually going in our minds, right? Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's very interesting once we can define what our values really are, that's when it is easier for us to even understand what is our true vision, let's say for our business even, you know, Mm -hmm. because if I know as Sabrina, okay, freedom comes first, and then there's authenticity, which ranks very highly, and then there's creativity. So if those, yeah, so... um, You know, the thing is, once we can define our values more clearly, it really has a profound impact on also major life decisions, including our business decisions. And uh, I give you an example with my own business. So when I realized, okay, freedom ranks top, then there's uh, authenticity, then there's creativity. Those are things that are extremely important to me. Then I started asking myself, okay, how do I shape my business in a way that I can incorporate all those values. And of course, it took a bit of trying out and, you know, it was a process to discover how do I really do that? How do I really make us business successful? But following my own values, absolutely 100%. But once I figured that out, the magic happened because number one, my business became more successful in like an Mm -hmm. instant when I had figured that out. But also I had so much more fun suddenly and I was, you know, less exhausted and had less worries about everything and just felt that every day I was on a reality high discovering that I can actually make it a beautiful whole. And that's the magic that happens when we uncover our true values. But as I said earlier, it's very important that we make sure it's not something we think we value or Mm. we feel others expect us to value it's really what is deep down inside of us and there there might be a big difference sometimes yes exactly i think that society and the people around us to have a big influence on that Mm -hmm. so yeah if you've got those thoughts i've always found that when you are trying to identify what your true values are versus what you think those values are yes they're different And generally, there's that emotion like you described that every day is exciting and you enjoy Mm -hmm. it. And there's this passion when you're aligned with your true values. So I've noticed that when you aren't aligned or you're aligned with a value that you think is meant to be the value that you're meant to have, then you don't have that same sense of fulfillment. You don't have that joy that sparks you. And it can get to that stage where it feels like you're constantly coming up against hurdles and Mm -hmm. that it totally drains your energy um, as well. Absolutely. Um, 
I totally yes. agree. And, yeah. you know, energy is such an important thing there, especially when we want to run our businesses successfully. Because if you don't have the energy, if you go with a, with a heaviness into it, it is sort of translated in every action and in every conversation, in all the words we use, even in our language with potential clients and so on. And then mm. it is what you just described. It becomes like, oh, this is difficult. You know, I have to push. I have to sort of make it work and fight every day. But that's not how it has to be. It is simply because there's something misaligned, as you just said. So mm. then it makes sense to really go back and ask again, like, okay, what have I missed about my values? Or what have I missed about how I want to really live this business project mm. or this life in general, you know, depending with where you want to focus on at the moment? Yeah, and that's a really good point. If there's people out there and they're listening to this mm -hmm. and, you know, they, they've realized, okay, I need to spend some time really figuring out what my true values are and they do that, where would they go next? You mentioned getting clear on your vision that then aligns with those mm -hmm. values. Do you have any tips for starting with your business vision if you're new mm -hmm. to business? My best advice is really to keep it simple. And that means that you don't have to like write a big uh, business plan yet or, you know, have this yep. big vision board somewhere that when you even look at it, you feel overwhelmed. You don't need all that. Yes. What you need is just spend some time each day, best an hour or so to begin with and just dream. And if you're someone who loves writing stuff down, just, you know, scribble your notes down. That's okay. But if you don't, it's fine as well. It will materialize with time. But the starting point is actually a dream in every successful thing in reality. It's something that came up in our head, in our feelings that, oh, I would love to have that. You know, I would love to have a successful coaching business. I want to have a great podcast where I interview people about topics that inspire me. And I also want to be an author. Mm. That was my dream, right? And I was mm. really spending time. I've always been very good at dreaming from since I was a child. <laughs> so that was an advantage. So I really spend a lot of time, even now that my business is successful, dreaming yeah. about how I want this to look like. And the more I get excited about what I'm dreaming about, the easier and the faster I realize I take actions in reality that are aligned with it. Mm, okay. Because I'm excited, right? I really want yes. what I'm dreaming about. Yes. So start dreaming and then look for that dream that really, really excites you. And that's what you should go for. Okay. And that totally makes sense because, yes, you're going to be excited. You'll want to actually take action instead of just sitting there and overthinking it mm. and, and not going anywhere, not moving forward with that decision then either. So dreaming. Okay, I need to do a yes. bit more <laughs> of dreaming. <laughs> I think dreaming we all need to. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to put some time in my calendar, an hour a day, and I'm going to start using that. Yeah, for do it. Just, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I, I love that idea. I love that ability to, to dream and allow for that creative side to come out as well. 
And so much inspiration generally comes from when you just allow yourself time as well, instead of trying to occupy every moment with something that you keep trying to do. But sometimes you just need to do nothing to allow for that those thoughts to come into your, your headspace. Yeah, and it's it's something very important you just mentioned there, right? Like this tendency to fill every space of your day with some perceived yeah. busy activity. Exactly. That's where many businesses actually go wrong because if your vision is not clear, saying your dreaming was not strong enough to really bring out what you truly want, then you take actions. You might be super busy, but you're taking actions that don't really take you anywhere. They're not aligned with what you truly want to achieve. So instead of saying the dreaming is like almost like doing nothing, it's actually a very fundamental part of building a good business foundation. Because mm. The clearer you get at that stage, the easier it will be then later to say like, okay, yes, this dream might scare me. It's really big. Can I actually achieve that? But you will have such an excitement, as I just say, and such a drive that you will step by step go to, into that direction. And then you can actually have the big dream and not just the smaller, you know, rational version of what we originally yeah. wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. The big dream. And I think sometimes that scares some people to, to dream big, right? And they think, well, who am I to, to have that dream? And then they start, you know, sometimes I notice then that's where self-doubt can come into the picture and the, the not believing in yourself, you know, and thinking that you do actually have something to share with the world and the world does need that. Is that something you've noticed through your coaching business where people come up with those types of fears? Yeah, absolutely. Fear is one of the biggest barriers or obstacles to overcome. But also, you know, it's how we usually perceive those emotions. Do we say, okay, this fear is holding me back and we use it as a reason to sit tight and not stretch out of our comfort zone or do we mm. say okay let me understand this here why am i having this fear and once we try to understand and we go deeper into where does this fear originally come from maybe it's a childhood trauma maybe it's some painful experience that we had before maybe it's something we have been hearing or been told all our lives and we mm. haven't even realized that it keeps us sort of shackled to some beliefs about ourselves that are limiting us. So once we gain understanding mm. about what it is that creates that fear, then we can take like very defined action to break those fear behaviors, let me put it that way, and yeah. say like, okay, although I have fear, I know this is my dream, this is my vision, so what can I do to move ahead anyway? Mm. Yes. And once we do that step by step, you know, then we see, oh, Wait, I thought I will be laughed at if I suddenly show up and on social media, but actually people like my content or, you know, I thought I would never get a client, but I had a yeah. great conversation with someone and they signed up. Yeah. So you yeah. Know, slowly also changing the story by taking action despite the fear. 
Yes. And again, it comes down to being open and willing to take that action, correct? And not, not let that fear hold you back from everything that you have the potential to achieve. Because it is, it is limit, unlimited, your potential. So we just need to tap into that and be open. Um, yeah. And I wanted to ask you, you know, we're talking about fears. We're talking about creativity. Mm-hmm. Your book. <laughs> I thought I'd touch on, first of all, what made you decide to write a book? Oh, I've always wanted to be an author. Okay. (laughs) It was, you know, when I was not a sales manager anymore, and it was sort of a turning point in my life where I was like, okay, now, Sabrina, either you can hold back and not go for your dreams, or you can just start doing everything you have been wanting to do for a while, but you had put on hold sort of because you... You were stuck in that sales manager role that was not 100% aligned with your true values anymore. And um, you didn't feel you had the energy to do anything else. So now you're free of that. Make the choice. Do you want to go for your dreams? And Mm. part of that was writing a book or not. And it was a clear yes. Go for your dreams. And it was very scary. But um, the decision was very clear that it has to be a book. I've always wanted to be an author since I was a kid. So I would just go for it. Okay. And that's, you know, that's fantastic that you were able to, I mean, you've always had that driving passion. When it comes to writing, you know, you've said that that's something, that's a strong point for you. You are very creative in that respect and you've been writing since you were a child. I find, you know, for me personally, writing isn't my forte, I don't mind it, but I struggle with it. Although I understand the value of putting pen to paper and having, you know, information there as a source that people can come back to and reference. And that's what got me to be a co-author in a book um, a few years ago. It definitely challenged me. I, you know, I had to overcome a lot of um, fears around putting what I thought was right out there and, you know, fear of judgment, I think was the biggest thing. What would you say for people that are considering writing a book? Where should they start from your experience? So I think, again, it's all about the energy that you Mm. feel when you do something. So start with the idea of a book that really excites you. You know, if the book is just a project for you, let's say, for example, in coaching, you know, everyone was telling me, oh, yeah, you should absolutely write a book because it will, you know, help your business. But I didn't write my book for business reasons. I wrote my book because I really wanted to write a a story. Actually, my book is not even a self-help book in that sense. Okay. It's a novel based on real life events. So Mm. because I absolutely love storytelling. Yes, and I absolutely love it. So I knew I wanted to write a novel and not a self-help book. And I wanted to pack everything that I've learned on my life journey, that I've seen other people who inspired me, um, that I've met in my life do on their journey and put it in a story that, yes, it's still like, you know, it has a strong message around all the coaching topics, like going for your dreams, 
living your values, making your own choices, but it's packed in a story. And the reason why I did that was because it excited me as the person who was putting the pen to paper. Sure. So look for that thing, that idea that really, oh yeah, I really would love to write something about it. Where the flow comes sort of easily and you don't mm. have to constantly, you know, go up yeah. against the wall and push very hard to actually get something out of your brain. Exactly. Yes, I think that that's an important point because generally if that's happening, then you're most likely not going to follow through or it may not be from a place of that passion, like you described, and wanting yeah. to tell that story, whether it be, you know, a self-help business book or a piece of fiction or your story, mm. your life story, um, you still need that passion and that drive for it. How long has it taken you to put your book together? Hmm. <laughs> Several months last year I spent on that book and I made the conscious decision to spend that time because there's something I call the free flow state. I get in when I'm totally aligned with my values and my passions. I'm in that energy where things come easy, mm. but things don't come easy every day. You know, there, there were weeks where I, I was sitting in front of my laptop wanting to write and nothing. There was absolutely nothing. I didn't know how the story would proceed, like what the character would say next or no idea. So mm. I had to learn that, okay, if I'm in the free flow state, I have a great energy and the words come easily. And even if I read my writing afterwards, I'm very satisfied with the results. But if I force the writing and the words don't come easily, the story sort of gets heavy and not fully you know, convince, it's not fully convincing. There's a different energy to it. So what I yeah. learned there was like, okay, I, I want to find a way to be in that very open free flow state of mind so that I can produce something that's really, you know, at the, the quality that I actually want to achieve. Mm. And um, the book was, I would say, almost like a learning curve for me there to learn, okay, now I'm in free flow state, now I'm not. Then I have to accept that, no judgment there, no guilt, no shame. That's mm. just how it is. So what yes. else can I do during those times? And it was yeah. very a very powerful experience because I even learned to use that in my business. Now I know when I'm, when I'm in a free flow state in my business, things just, you know, yeah. in a very short time, I get really, really impactful things done. When yeah. I'm in a heavy state where I'm forcing things, you know, I use nothing a lot of happens. energy, I'm exhausted, but nothing happens. Yes, yes. And I think that that's one of the biggest lessons to have that flow and ident being able to be aware of when you are in that free flow state like you describe. And if you're not, then don't try and push through that at that stage. Just take a step back and wait for that to come back to you and ignite your passion again. And it may take a few days. It may take a week. Um, yeah. But just having the awareness, you'll know when it's switched on again and you'll be able to really get out there and create in a short amount of time, like you said, too, instead of, you know, spending hours and hours and then the everything that you create in that time 
doesn't feel right. It doesn't come out right. And mm-hmm. it's therefore it's not going to engage with the people that you really wanted to engage with either. Absolutely. Um, and just before we wrap up, Sabrina, I wanted to ask, was there any last piece of advice, support or encouragement that you would like to share with our audience on their business journey? My advice is really, if you think, if you feel things are hard, then stop and reassess and really take that time to dream and bring out that piece that is probably not aligned at this point. And that's why things are heavy and hard. And find that piece, once you have it, start taking actions around that and you will find things will start to flow. It's scary and it's it's a bit, you know, in the beginning it feels uncomfortable, but the more you try that out, the easier you you will find it and your business will start to take off. Mm, that's great advice to end on. Push through the uncomfortable feelings because it's new um, and we haven't been there probably. So all good things will come from that and flow from that space. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for being a guest with us today and sharing so openly about your journey and how people can tap into getting um, an understanding of their values and how that then translates to the vision for both their personal lives and their business. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Amita. (laughs) My pleasure. Thank you for listening today. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you find value from today's episode. And remember, if you've got friends and colleagues looking for inspiration as they grow their business, share this podcast with them. Follow me on Instagram at Holistic Vision Consultancy or check out my website, holisticvision.com.au. Until next week, to your success, my friend.